And uh, we are speaking now to uh, Dr. Thomas Chawuk's uh, good friend, good friend, and that is Professor Slati, who's a well-known traditional practitioner. Professor Slati has been practicing uh, since 1982, before I was born, right? And I think he's an authority on what we're about to speak about. We're speaking, how can traditional healers help to address our social ills in this country? Professor Slati, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, Patricia. Good evening to SAFM listeners. It, it has been a while, but I'm happy to be on air with you again. Hope that you're way, doing well. that way. Now, Thank you now, for joining now, us. Togos. So, uh, Dr. Thomas Chawuka is your friend. I think you should flaunt Very a much bit. so. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you were dancing as well. <laughs> yeah, when I when I was listening to that, I said, oh, okay, here's my friend's song. I said, ah, ah, this is great. Mm. Well, you know what? Uh, Brabenzito knows this sort of music you love, so I'm glad that he made it happen for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Professor, I want to share with the A-teamers and with yourself something that I experienced today. Something that really made me worried about South Africa, and I was very glad that Brabenzito was going to make us talk about social ills in South Africa and how they need to be addressed. Um, you know, while while going to run errands, uh, I park at a shopping center, one of these small centers, not far from my home. And as I'm parked, you know, park in a parking that is there for all customers. Uh, I go in the store and I'm buying. And I, before I'm about to pay, I, I hear someone screaming outside, whose car is this? Tell them to move. I don't mind it because I'm inside the shop and it has nothing to do with me. Only yeah. to find out... Um, that uh, someone comes, uh, one of the security uh, guys comes and says, well, ma'am, can you please move your car? We saw you driving this car. And I said, why? Why should I move my car? And he says, uh, that lady who owns the shop upstairs wants to park. And I said, excuse me. Ooh. I said, excuse mm. me, but there's parking all over the place. <laughs> there's mm. parking. This, it was still early, so it wasn't packed. And it's not designated parking that I've taken. Okay, I, I'm still going to go to another shop. Uh, the person will have to move. And I was very polite, and the gentleman was polite. <gasps> oh, but after that, the gentleman went back. The lady came in, storming, screaming at me, insulting me. Oh, dear. Insult. You know, the insults that you get told, oh, because you are learned, uh, because uh, you've got amatos, all these. Mm. And I was, I was in mm. awe. I was like, and now? What have I done? Another woman screaming and howling at me because she feels she owns something. Yes, because she, she feels... <laughs> yeah, and, and the people in the store... And she walked out afterwards because I, I didn't budge. I was like, no, I'm not going to move. I'm still going to go somewhere else. That parking is not marked for for, for um, tenants. For it's not marked yeah. for disabled people. I'm a very obedient person. I wouldn't park where I'm not supposed to. And the, the people in the store said, wow, Sissy, we've never had anyone stand up to her. And her walk away, she always gets away. She harasses everyone. She harasses the people in the shopping center, uh, tenants, uh, workers, and everyone is scared of her. And you just yeah. let her go. And, and mind you, uh, I, I was livid, and I just picked up my little baby from school, and I still had to go to another shop. So I went, I carried on, I did what I needed to do, put the things in my car, went to the next shop, and she was still parked behind me. She just went on with her business, went into her office. She would not budge. She was parked behind me. Dr. Atlati, I was, you know, mm. you know, I was also upset. I was really upset because why do this to a person, right? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. on an ordinary Thursday, why? A person you don't even know. 
And mm. everyone now in all the shops are saying, we saw her shout. We saw her come to you. She's doing this to all of us, to all customers. She doesn't want anyone to take that parking, but it's not marked for anyone. Until I had to call security, um, external security, uh, not from the complex. And they, mm. they talked to her. She was rude to them. An hour and a half later, hour and a half later, she decided to move her car with no apology, nothing. Um, and, and this comes to me and I say, why are we so angry? I know we want to focus on social ills that are portrayed by men, but why are South Africans so angry? This is an ill on its own. Why would someone feel ownership over anything that's not marked for them? Why are we always trying to instigate fighting and war and, and, and bitterness amongst ourselves? What is wrong with us as South Africans? Yeah, Patricia, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. But anyway, uh, I'm happy that you did not um, retaliate or fight back and so on because you never know what was happening. Hey, but, but, uh, well, but, Professor, it's not that mm. I was quiet. I did say I can't move, oh, <laughs> but, okay. but I, I did not insult. Um, oh, okay. But the scary part, and I shouldn't be saying this on air, but she called a group of her guys and they came, oh. three men, who you could tell are armed. And they were there observing me. They only left after the security, external security that I called left. Yeah, this is not a good thing for us in South Africa. You yeah. know, it's happening every day, everywhere. I don't know. I think we lost the conscience. I think we, 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 we people now in South Africa, everyone want to do whatever they want to do. They don't care. People, if someone is good, stressful from home, from a relationship or from marriage or from financial problem, etc. People want to do whatever they can do to anybody. But it, it, it's unfortunately because this thing happens every day, even on the road. You know, mm. when you drive on the road, you find people driving you wrongly, shouting, swearing, etc. Go to school, is the same thing. Uh, children are fighting one another, killing one another. Even you go to tax rank, it's the same thing. Go to supermarket, is the same thing. I think our society has lost conscience. I think we need we need um, our leaders, special political leaders, to come in and say, let's have one day, last is Pashakona, summon our ancestors and ask our ancestors, where did we go wrong? And we apologize if there's a need. And if there's a Christian, they will have to summon them. They go to church. They do the way they do, pray and ask God or Ask Allah to, to, to please, please bring our conscience back because this is not right. It, because one day someone will come and shout at you, if you have a firearm, you pull up firearm and then you shoot somebody. Mm. This is what is happening. And we don't need that in our society. And if the children are there, the children, what they are learning, they are mm. learning to be to be like that. So so it's unfortunate, really. But, well, what can we do? South Africa, we are getting out of uh, what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be a respectful nation, a, a society also behaving properly, respecting one another. If you are you parked a car in a parking way designated it's for disabled or for so-and-so, and so, you wouldn't park there. If you park there by mistake or maybe by some images, if uh, the owner, not the owner, parking, because nobody owns the parking, if a disabled person comes there, then they will, in fact, call you, please, ma'am, remove your car because you've got someone who's disabled who want to park there. Simple as that. And then they go and park and you will apologize anyway. So this is what we, this is the life that we're living in South Africa in our days, Patricia. And for me, I, I get scared that 
we we talk gender-based violence we don't talk um uh, just human violence because human violence, violence is violence yeah, on the general every, you know, the general violence and yeah. intimidation happens daily and that intimidation can lead to killings um so let, let let's talk about the things that are happening in south africa my incident is a small one it's a small one um but uh, standing my ground is something that I had to do. But others mm. can't stand their ground. I mean, we've got a case of a 37-year-old man who has been sentenced to only five years imprisonment after he admitted to raping and impregnating his own daughter who is 14 years old. How sick. Oh, dear. How oh, sick dear. is this? This is a case that is at uh, the uh, Mitchell's Plain uh, Regional Court. Uh, why? Why are we here? What should be done traditionally? And what is the role of traditional healers to address such things? Well, Patricia, it's, it's, it's so sad that the things like this is happening in Lipombo and Cape Town, everywhere in South Africa, that the justice disappoint people who really feel feel so, so, so hurt. Uh, and then no, no, nothing you can do because once the justice has taken the judgment, how can you, 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 you send someone for five years after done a serious crime like this and people fighting gender-based violence? Women are being raped every day. Children are being killed every day. Then you send someone for, for a very, very five years. That is nothing to a person who committed such crime, to her daughter. Um, I don't know because the Department of Justice... Um, the police say they can arrest people, they take them to jail, to, 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 to court, and after court, nobody to come and witness. Or maybe if someone comes to witness, you know, some people that are too powerful, they will go for higher, higher lawyers, higher advocates, so that they can get out of jail. And once they get out of jail, they will repeat the same crime. And I think... I think um, that's why I said our leaders, our leaders, uh, such president, ministers of justice, minister of police, um, they're supposed to sit down and see with the justice and uh, with NPA to discuss. But uh, why you keep doing this? Why you keep giving people criminals bail, sometimes free bail, sometimes 1,000 rent bail after someone killed four or five people? Or sometimes as a rebel, lot of women, and then you just give a very minimum sentence. Why? And some, somebody else who's committed a similar crime, you may find that he's sentenced for life or for 30 years or 25 years. But you never know, Patricia, behind the scene what is happening, why is like that. So, but it, our leaders, our leaders, president and ministers and Department of Justice and NPA, they're supposed to sit down to say, if you arrest someone, comes to, 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 to your court. Please don't listen to the stories. Just listen to the evidence. If the evidence is like this, the DNA is like this, just take this person out of the society. Put him out, out, out of society for life or for 100 years or for 70 years. That maybe will scare people. Because what is happening now? People are not scared to commit crime in South Africa. People are not scared to kill. People are not scared to rape. People are disrespect everybody. Once you have money or once you have a powerful lawyer, you say, no, 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 I'll go, I'll go to police station. I'll get bail or I'll go to jail for one or two days. I'll get bail after bail and then I'll get out of, 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 of jail. No, no one will sentence me. So this is unfortunately what is happening in our society in South Africa, uh, Patricia and your listeners. But then what can be the solution? Can traditional healers uh, step in? Can they well, do something w- to address these things? W- 
we as traditional practitioners, and I, as I'm the president of uh, Sarekin Fire and Sister Practitioners Association, all the time, all the time, when, especially for, for, for example, when the festive season comes, when the Good Friday comes, when we know that people will be gathering to do some ceremonies, normally we gather in one place, in one tribal office or in, in, in three different places with some ancestors. We ask our ancestors to, 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 to bring us to consciousness so that we can respect one another. When people come, when people drink, when people smoke, they must not drink because after getting drunk, you want to pay revenge to your colleague or whatever. So we are busy doing that, asking our ancestors, but that cannot be that can be not be a solution, although we trust we are doing that. We are not doing that in the whole country. Because you are doing this in Lipumpu, we are doing this in Pumalanga, we are doing this in Johannesburg, and on other areas where we cannot reach, though we have members in those areas. Sometimes people can see what we are doing on the, on the media, social media, on the news, television, on radio, hear that we are busy talking about this fighting crime asking our ancestors to, 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 to please forgive us if we have done something wrong so that uh, our society can come back to, to their normality. But it is not everywhere that we can reach all the corners to do that. So the government and the law should assist us as well. As traditional practitioners, we don't have that much power. You remember, to have power, you must have a political power, you must have a financial power to organize a very big event. Like, um, like as I'm talking to you now, I'm in Cape Town. I came for a conference here in Cape Town at the University of Western Cape. Uh, if you don't have funds to do that, you cannot organize this kind of event of conference. If we try to practice that we have enough more fund, then we can book a huge event. We bring all South Africa. All traditional in South Africa, all community, all leaders, all young people in one room, so that we can discuss and we can find a solution. There's a there's there's the people fighting um, a real men, a real men association organization in in, in Lipompo that I keep attending those events. Uh, there's a traditional healers there. The, everybody we do do ceremony summoning ancestors and talking to the men, talking to the young men, talking to the women as well. Because it's not only men who abuse women. There are women that abuse men and children that abuse other children. So we try to to make sure that people must understand. We African we should respect one another. We should see one another as brothers and sisters. If then, if if it comes to marriage, you know who to, who you have to marry. And if it comes to divorce, you must accept the divorce. Even if it's not a divorce, if it's a relationship, if it's the end of relationship, you must say thank you because that particular person that you you are separating now in two or five years or whatever, you'll meet that particular person on the street and it, it will be grateful that you will greet each other. So if you kill that person, where will you see that particular person again? So it's unfortunately Patricia, but we as traditional practitioners, we are, being do, do, we are busy doing whatever we can do to educate our communities, to stay away from violence, to stay away from this bad behavior, to stay away from drugs and uh, all sort of uh, alcohol, etc. Patricia, your listeners. And I think conversations like this are conversations that need to be had very often. Um, after this incident that I experienced, uh, Professor, the security uh, personnel that was helping me said, oh, I'm so sorry you experienced this. Um, and, you know, it's very scary that a woman could be so arrogant and violent to another woman. 
um, I hope she's learned to listen because you were calmer than her uh, and, and you didn't, you know, you, you, she was trying to intimidate you and threaten, but you didn't back down. And I said to so him... I think, I think, I think Patricia, if you come in, you yeah. did that because we're not going to man to But so I was George. insulted for one alone, Lozi, by the same woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was this, insulted. This is unfortunate because we sometimes even if a woman get a promotion at work, the other woman can bring that woman down. The same, they, they, you know, they can bring that woman down. You cannot understand why you are doing that. Even men, we supported the position of the, the, the woman that she's on a higher position, but the other woman, they will make sure that they pull her down. So this is what the kind of society that we're having here in South Africa, which is uh, we need to stand up. And I hope, you know, this kind of topics on your on your SAFM, um, it, it will make sure that whoever listen, it will tell the other next person that, no, no, I had this on SAFM that this is not good. Let's mm. let's uh, let's come to our sense and let's respect women, respect respect children, respect res, let's respect one another. I, I agree, and I, I you know what I said to this uh, gentleman, the the security officer. I said to him, listen. This is what scares me, the fact that we expect only men to be perpetrators of such violence. These men come from women who portrayed the very same behavior that we saw in this woman today. Mm. And these men are in relationship with women who are just like this. And that's why men will end up bubbling under. So we can't always say it is the man who does this, but there are a lot of women who are really violent, who are really unnecessarily arrogant, who uh, want to threaten, I've got brothers, don't talk to me like that, uh, mm. we'll show you. And things like that are the things that are crippling our society. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Because 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 if we, the problem is, you know, our government, sometimes when they take laws, uh, they, they create laws and legislation, etc., sometimes they forget if they say this person is one who, who causes violence, and they, they forget about the other person. It's, it's the same thing about the right. If you say the, the children's right, and then what about the parents' right? So if you say the children have the right, they mean, that means the children will abuse the parent, they mm. won't listen to the parent because they say they have right. And then there's no way it says parents have right. It's the same thing that if you say uh, men are, are so violent, abusive, and uh, all sort of things, you have, they should have that a human being who commit violence doesn't matter. You're a man, you're, 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 you're a woman. It is the same problem. It's the same violence. It's the same crime. You commit the same thing. You have to have a same sentence so that men and women should understand that it doesn't matter. I'm a man. I'm a woman, but I should respect my, my husband or any ordinary man on the street. And uh, also the men should respect any woman in the streets, should respect any children in the street. doesn't matter you know that lady or not, you should respect them. That's what the government should uh, try to teach the, the, the society. Even on the gender violence now, when they were talking about gender violence in the summit that the president called, yeah. if people are not happy because the, the response of the government is so low. They, they government is not is not standing up properly to say okay we put our foot down here we don't want this if you do this we take you to jail and once you go to jail you're not going there for one year or six months you go there for 15 or 20 years that that will take, make people scared that's to say no let's 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 come to our senses so we as traditional practitioners we say 
if someone go to jail because you committed crime and then you save your sentence and when your sentence is done you come out from jail normally in our traditional way you're supposed to be cleansed you're supposed to be cleansed. that's why people will when go to jail come out on the parole they don't go for cleansing they go and commit another crime and then they go back to jail so because then the calling for jail is still there in that particular person. So when you come out from jail, what you have to do, your parent or yourself, you must look for assistance. You get the cleansed, you get be protected so that you cannot commit again that crime. You cannot even go to jail again. You'll be a proper person because sometimes people can they can witchcraft somebody, bewitch somebody to be to be a devil in, in, in the society just to kill people every now and then. So once you have been cleansed, you remove, remove all those bad things, then you become a normal person, Patricia and your listeners. So I, I hear you, uh, Professor Shati, that as a traditional leaders, there's only so much that can be done, but you are doing what needs to be done in your own spheres. What we need is government to, to pull in here. Let me go to some of the messages that our A-teamers have sent us. Good evening, Sis Patricia. I hope you're well there. Sis Patricia, I'm glad that you have touched a point that we should deal with violence as violence, as a human violence, not only on a one-sided violence. Because really, this, I've always said, this is why um, this violence towards women will never end because we only focus on violence against women. We forget violence against men and um, we should deal with violence as violence. Thank you. Hi, Patricia. Uh, I'm sorry for what happened to you today, but in the information is that that woman or that person is going to pay handsomely izoshaya Umundu onje yana uya mega ganjalo abantu bagini bagulwele. All I'm saying is eh, uzo zbona kutubani but she is going to pay handsomely. I'm talking from experience. Umundu wetloz umudale ngaye wa mshamba laza waze wakala no menga kalanga watuku. Umundu tukutelega kulu watinega kulu. The time utukutelega kulu tinega kulu katlega tekswe nga tinega ngawele. So egule abantu bakaba hamba naye. Ifko kutiba uno umundu omazi around that complex babies of Jela, what's going to happen to her? Gabonga, it's a some from PMP. Some uh, uh, Professor Slati, I'm going to ask you to stay with us. We'll wrap after the news because it's already 11 o'clock and also just go through those voice notes. I see there's also some messages. Uh, it's 11 o'clock now on the dot and Greg Host is in the booth waiting to give us the final bulletin. Good evening, Greg. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. As we continue with our social conversation uh, with the doc- Professor Lati, who is a well-known traditional uh, 
um, health practitioner and uh, also um, president of the SADC Traditional Healers um, Association. We are talking about the role of traditional healers and traditional leaders in dealing with South Africa's social ills. And uh, before the break, I was sharing some of the voice notes that uh, you have sent as A-teamers. And also, I'm going to read some of the messages. This one from uh, Kintosh, who's in the Eastern Cape, says, Very well done, Patty. Uh, I'm glad you stood your ground. Some of us think they can order others around. I'm proud of you. Oof, okay, thank you, Kintosh. And this one says, Hi, Patricia, there's a saying, play Dom and you live long. I, okay, I'll play Dom, I'll play Dom. <laughs> we always do that for the sake of peace, if they say. Okay, uh, Professor. Yes, Patricia. As we wrap up our conversation, perhaps as a, a, a traditional leader and healer yourself, can you please just address us as a nation? around the things that we are facing, the anger, the killing, the abuse, um, the, 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 the dishonesty, the corruption. There's so many things we are facing as a rainbow nation that are causing us to lose our shine and our color. Thank you so much, Patricia. I hope one or two people or maybe uh, 10 out of 100, they will listen to, to this and then really reverse and go back to to what we're supposed to be as African, as a human being, because um, what I would like to say to all of us, my brothers, my sisters, my grandpa, etc., everyone, because these violence issues, it comes from home. Whatever a person is, the life that a particular person is living at home, it will go to the street. So when you fight uh, between yourself and your boyfriend, your husband, don't fight in front of your, of your children. Young children, when you fight in front of them, they will see what you are doing, sharing, doing all sorts of things. Don't smoke dacha. Don't smoke um, uh, in the drugs. Don't drink liquor in front of your children because that is, you will teach your children to, to behave like what you are doing. So uh, it, it's unfortunate that our, 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 our society happened not to listen to what we have been saying, that the best behavior, it makes you live longer. The best behavior, it makes you survive whatever storm comes to, comes directly to you. Because you, you like, like what you have done, you kept quiet. Your ancestors, boxes, you kept quiet. Because you know you don't know if you, if you wanted to fight back what would have happened. Now, what we have to do, even if you have a stressful relationship, stressful um, marriage, stressful at work or financially, don't take that to an ex-person. Don't take that to the street. Try to find a way to get out of the stress issues because now we are we are approaching the festive season now, and a lot of people now they begin, they started to stress about how will I buy my kids a uniform and how will I buy my kids a Christmas present etc Christmas clothes or whatever present to my wife or to my girlfriend and those kind of things it make a person sleepless night and then when you wake up in the morning you're tired your mind is tired where you go to work you are not about to work you create you make an accident on the road and you bump somebody and get out of your car you start fighting that particular person so please African, let's go back to our the proper way of living. In front of my young kids, because this is what I'm teaching them. And as if they should respect 
any elder person or any younger person and banga hambine into a limasare school way see beggar ama beggar school bags what is inside there there's no drugs there there's no firearm there there's no knife there and then bakwaza abantwana ukuthi bakhule babonokusoni phapaya zokubingelela babingelela anybody that's what i can say in short patricia and your listeners we are grateful uh, professor Shati, for uh, that advice and i'm hoping that uh, our listeners our A-teamers are going to heed to your call and are going to teach others that uh, we need to behave ourselves. Thank you so very much. It's always such a great pleasure. Um, uh, Prof, I'm hoping we're going to be with you again very soon. No, I really appreciate I'm always available, Patricia, and your A-team. I'm always, always available whenever you need me. Thank you so much. Excellent.